Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers, winery samplers or all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers, for those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. Mm. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Recorded live. Welcome to the John and Paul radio show. Brought to you by AdventuresInMinistry.com, the AIM Network, where that's where you find it, at AdventuresInMinistry.com. We have an app where you can download have all the songs and devotional songs and resources at your fingertips, free of charge. Over 9,000 people use that app. Hope that you will. Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at John and Paul Show. And welcome to the very first installment of the John and Paul Show in 2015. Happy New Year to you, John, and to our listener. <laughs> How are you doing? Our what listener? Woo-hoo. Our listener. Well, How's Paul, going, John? Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you. Except I'm not sure you had a great New Year yesterday. But, well, but you know, don't do this, huh? I did take Oren to go to go all the way to my to my um uh to my side of thing. I did say Oregon we go all the way. I said that um I gotta win the Heisman, so I'm still on the roll there. So roll that I, I will roll. I will have to admit that there's a friend of mine who's an elder at a church in Jacksonville who happened to come to exposure. And um I, I noticed he put on Facebook last night, he said, I love it, 2015 is starting out better than 2014 was, and that was right after uh, Oregon um, demolished yeah. um, and completely throttled the former woman's college known as Florida State University. <laughs> you love mentioning that part of it, don't you? I do love mentioning that Florida State started out as a women's college, very much so. But well, we'll talk more about football on the way. You know, I don't, I don't want to get into that because, you know. Oh, no. Um, I had to help Paul out last night, guys, you know, for those who are listening. Um, had to talk him off the ledge a little bit. Um, I was because, pretty good. I wasn't that bad. Yeah. I was bad, but I wasn't that bad. I, I, think, I think it's because we were there and you didn't want to, you know. Yeah, I told John's children, I said, I want to apologize for the <laughs> carnage that will take place if things don't go well. Uh, it was pretty bad. Um, but congratulations to Oregon Ducks, as you will be the national champions. So, well, that, that's this. Wow, you're not even giving Ohio State any chance, are you? You hate Ohio uh, State. When, when, you have, when you have no class, you, you have no chance. So, um, But when you have no quarterback, you can't quite play against um uh, other teams that have, um, well, well, it doesn't matter. Let's not do that. This is about <laughs> Exposure U Camp and um, the time in which we had. And so I want to make sure that is where we are in that. So uh, it was a new scene. It was a kind of a new crowd. It was had some new folks there and some, some old friends. And um, uh, a great weekend, a great uh, time was had on December 27th through 30th. Um, the time we all look forward to, we see on Facebook and Twitter 
where people are, they post before events. They look more forward to exposure youth camp than they do Christmas. I have kids in my own youth group that use Christmas money to pay to go to exposure youth camp. And, and I know I'm not the only one who has kids in that, in that case. A lot of people look forward to it, live for it. The end of the year is the best because of exposure. And I don't believe that this year let us down. What do you think, John? You know, Paul, you know, we had a lot of concern. We were worried a little bit, you know, of going to a new venue. Um, what, what's it going to be like? How's it going to turn out? We knew um, what we were doing, the work behind the scenes. We, but, you know, there's still that, those, those um, concerns there. Is it going to change the whole atmosphere? Because we had a very good atmosphere in Huntsville. And so we were definitely a little concerned about all that. And, you know, that first day when we got there and we're dealing with all the, the, the massive line of cars that are sitting out there trying to pull in, boy, I think you and I were sweating a little bit, weren't you? Weren't we? Yeah, we were. Um, we were actually late that night or actually technically earlier the next morning um, as our day continued. We actually were technically on the ledge. <laughs> Wondering, we, we probably were. Is it going to get any better? Please tell me it's better than this. <laughs> but what I think happened, Paul, this really turned into one of the best exposures we've ever had. It did. It really did. Um, and and it, the buzz, the buzz around it, and, and you and I were talking about this yesterday. The buzz around it has really been been really hopping since the end of exposure. You know, whenever you leave a camp, there's always some buzz around it and everything like this. This one seems to be continuing, and and the amount of people who are um, talking about it on social media um, really seems to be, you know, really blowing up more than we have in the past years. So I think that's a good yeah. sign as well. Yeah, and I, and I was kind of shocked. I mean, because like you say, we, we, we hope everybody talks about it, and they did beforehand and even during, big time. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, we have um, Andrew Thompson in our, in our chat room. <clears throat> letting us know that the TCU Horn Frogs have a lot more fans now because of the, the, our time with them, and we want—we definitely want to talk about TCU here in a little while. But yeah, yeah. we um, people just really, really uh, bought into the new location, and and you know we had a few hiccups, no big deal. Things we can make some changes to, but I tell you what, I just—I was really impressed, and like you said, people, and we we talked yesterday, they are still talking about it. I've never seen as many videos and request for scenes and seeing them on Facebook of the singing than we ever have with an atrium singing. I mean, it's, oh, I know. it just seemed more intimate because everybody was so much closer, face-to-face. We weren't on ten different levels. We were on one. And it shows a sign of unity, John. That's pretty cool. Well, and, and, and I think when we talk about it, we're going to really dive into really breaking the, apart exposure here in a second, so I really don't want to give it away. But I think what our young people actually got to see – was living their life out for Christianity and living their life out for God and seeing it affect people around us. You know, because the last few years, let's face it, we've 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 had the hotel and the Von Braun Center all to ourselves. Oh yeah, and that was and that was one of our concerns coming in there. Not only are we going to a new venue, we're going to have other people in the hotel, and not only that, in particular, as Andrew's already mentioned in the chat room, we have a major Division One college football team and their fans and parents and staff staying there with us because of the Chick-fil-A peach ball. And so that was also a concern for us. And I think the reaction from the other guests in the hotel, especially TCU, was 
I think really one of the things that really put this over the top and really affected our young people as much as it did. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and we definitely give some, some time to our new relationship with um, Texas Christian University. Um, really, uh, I, I got to say, um, and I guess we, it kind of brings us into it, but they are what I would consider, and no, no program is perfect, but they are the the poster board team of how to act and how to carry yourself in a professional way. And um, oh, absolutely. You know, we don't we don't hang out with football D one schools that often, but I, I tell you what, it was um it was a home run, and um, we even asked the, the <laughs> hotel, is there any way we can keep these two here every year? And they realize they've got to be somewhere else. And to be honest, if they were somewhere else, they'd be doing a lot better than those that went. But um, nonetheless, it is what it is, and and exposure was just. I think better because of it and because of the impact we have in the lives of others. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, and, and let me say this about what you were talking about with TCU having class. You know, we, we're on campus and we get to see, you know, we're a Division I NAIA school at Faulkner. But I, I have to say, and this is something I'm going back and talking to school and, and talking to people about it, you're absolutely right. You want to talk about a model class act program. I, I'm a huge fan of Gary Patterson now. And and just the way that those young men acted, the way they carried themselves, the way the coaches did, the way even the parents did. I know we frustrated some of them with all the, the, the people in the elevators and things, but um, it, it was a complete, complete joy sharing the hotel with them. And I think you're right, Paul. The reason why it did affect our young people so much is because so often we look at Christianity as, well, we go to church and we do this. And it's hardly ever getting getting to see a result because of what you're doing and because of what you're living your life. You know, too, so often we talk about getting results in, in our in the Christian mission by you know doing a door knocking campaign or doing a mission trip. And this was none of us. This was this was we just lived our life. We weren't ashamed of it. We worshipped, and it affected people's lives. Right. Um, and it's kind of a potpourri of youth activity, you know. Because Absolutely. Like you said, it's a youth rally, yes. It's a camp, yes. But it's also a mission trip, as you mentioned, um, mm-hmm. because of the impact we made on those uh, people. And to have people who aren't usually church-going people, and some that are, but they're a little different, um, that they come in and worship with us and to see how we do things, it was it was pretty neat. Um this probably won't be the hour show it usually is. It's not chock full of picks because um, I think it's obvious what we'd do since there's only one game left. But when it comes to exposure to UCAMP, well, John, let's, um, let's you and I and, of course, anybody in the, in the chat room that, that is there now, Andrew and anybody might show up later during the show, let's give sort of the, the, um, the pros and cons to exposure. Let's do what worked and what didn't. So am I buying or am I selling? Oh, uh, so buy ESPN, buy or sell? Uh, buy and sell, buy or sell. So what, what, let's start with the buy, because I think there's not much we'd want to sell. Uh, I know that <laughs> you may want to sell uh, a meal or two, and, and we're talking about that. But let's get into buy and selling. So, John, let's see let's your top three. What's your top My three things you buy? About exposure, you can. About exposure 2014. About exposure 2014, I am buying I am buying the lineup of speakers this year. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think we could have done any better. 
um, if if it was mentioned once, it was mentioned um, 15, 20 times, and that is the, the the lineup of speakers this year was a home run. Y'all did great. Heard that many, many times. Everybody did so great. Um, really spoke on point. Thematically, everything worked with their lessons, and so it really went well. I was excited about that. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, even when you talk about getting people from the spectrum of uh, – uh, bringing in a, a Ralph Gilmore, who is known throughout the Brotherhood as one of the major professors of Free Hardeman, and he runs that open forum that's so famous at Free Hardeman for people coming in there and having him come on and speak to our young people and even having the questions he can answer with our young people. I've heard wonderful things back. Kelvin King, I mean, uh, Kelvin's Kelvin. I mean, we've had him before and love that man to death. David Shannon, hello. We hit a grand slam the last night with David Shannon going through there. And, of course, we had Clark and we had Jerry come up and speak. You know, now, Jerry, me and Jerry are going to have to have a little conversation about this this Ryan Seacrest um, competition lookalike thing. But, um, you know, I mean, I don't think we could have gotten five better uh, keynote topic speakers as well as our spiritual challenge speakers in there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um in fact, it's funny. I, I, I spoke with David before he went up to speak that last night, and um, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm so glad you're here, David. Just so excited." He said, "Well, thanks for having me." This y'all put on. He said, "You know, I put on a first class program." I'm like, "Thank you, thank you." I said, uh, "Can we go and get you for next year?" <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed, but uh, but uh, we had that conversation, and he didn't give me an answer. But um, did he give know, me an answer? <laughs> he didn't give me an answer. He just, you know, he just laughed a little bit. He's like, "Oh, you're so funny." They know what. No, he didn't say that. But um, yeah, he did. I did. The question's out there, so we just gotta wait for an answer. So that'd be kind of neat. Okay, um, you gonna give me a buy or sell one, or do you want me to you'll go through all three of mine? No, let's go back and forth. I'll go. I'll, um, uh, buy or sell. Um, um, let's see, buy or sell. Now, obviously, I'm going to. Uh, I I go in here because you're the you're the song guru, but I'm buying the singing last night. Um, I am I am buying that um, every single day. If I have a choice between that and Atrium and Huntsville, I'm buying Atlanta's marquee level singing because people will, they were shoulder to shoulder, side by side, singing on this floor and over the catwalk. They were so much closer. It was more intimate. I am buying that experience that last night of exposure. The thing that was that was awesome about it, you know, everybody was concerned what was going to happen because you know we had our unique thing at the atrium singing in Huntsville, and there you've seen the videos on Facebook, I'm sure already of people videoing from the 22nd floor, the 31st floor, the 37th floor, and how the yeah. singing just rose up from that level, and. And one of the interesting things that took place is the things that really affected the TCU um, parents and the players that were there was that thinking that night. And mm-hmm. and the person, there was, there was a couple of people that came down and sang with us from TCU, a couple of players that came down. I don't know if many people saw this. Um, in fact, the guy who threw the first touchdown on that trick play, he came and walked in the middle of us and sang some of the songs with us. And yeah. um, the parents up top there, I, and, and Paul knows about this, I stopped and, and 
And well, they stopped me. Actually, I was walking through. I was trying to find something to drink, and the only thing open was the bar. So of course, I'm not going to the bar. And so I was trying to go to High Velocity, and I was thinking about going over there. And these moms stopped me and said, "You know, yes, we've been a little frustrated at times because of the elevator situation with all the kids on there." She said, "But this is what was right. This is what is right in the world, and the world needs to see it." And she started crying. One of the moms started crying on the street. It was so inspirational. It was. Uh, it was um, just very moving and and powerful. And that's what that player from TCU that I talked to said too. It was just, that was the most powerful thing I've ever been a part of. That's huge. Um, I just, I just really um, and I, I sort of walked around as I was singing. I got to see everybody from all sides and. Um, I'm not so sure everybody in camp was there, but I think the majority of camp was there, and um, you couldn't hardly walk through without bumping yeah. into somebody. And, and everybody was sitting in. And in fact, I walked over to the um, the front desk because we we're on that, even on that floor, the front desk, the lobby level. And I just asked her. I said, "We're not bothering anybody here, are we?" And she said, "Honey, I don't care if you do. I'll just keep on singing." So uh, that's awesome. So it was great. It was great. And we did ask, you know. Um, John and I did ask you know, the hotel staff too about um, about that on the last night, and they're like, "We don't care. You know, this isn't something that's going to bother anybody. So y'all keep doing what you're doing. This is your house, so enjoy your time." And that, that meant a lot to us, and, and I want to make sure and communicate that to everybody. Well, one thing that was that was mentioned, you know, speaking about bothering guests or anything like this, those moms were sitting there when we were singing. They called their boys, you know, the TCU players. Um, this mom that I was talking to, her son's the starting guard for TCU. Um, they called their boys and said, you need to get out of your rooms and come to listen on the edge of your balcony hmm. to come out to listen to it. And I, I think the thing that's really moving with it is, Paul, it was that we weren't, being, we weren't trying to be showy. I mean, we were just doing what we do. We, we sing and, and and it showed how even through our singing, we're teaching and admonishing each other and other people because it affected a lot of people in that hotel that night. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so we've bought the um, lineup of keynote speakers. We've bought the, the new marquee level singing, which actually goes to about three different levels. John, what, what would you buy by ourselves? Oh. So should I keep it all positive first? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do a couple okay, more. Let's keep it all I am buying. <laughs> I am buying all of the space that we had for our teams to go to this oh. year and have their own room. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I wonder how all the team um, leaders, especially those that were there last year or at Huntsville last year, those that didn't have that experience of having four walls around their teams. I wonder how they feel about having that now. Well, I will, I will tell you, I'm seeing more pictures posted this year from people taking, you know, group selfies of their teams and posting them on, on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. That's true. That's true. And, and um, so it seems to be, Paul, that that helped because, you know, that's always the thing that's always unique about exposure. Everybody has said it. Um, um, even, you know, I came back to Calhoun afterwards and so Caitlin had an orthodontist appointment so we stayed here for New Year's and we went to church at Calhoun that night for New Year's Eve and um, 
you know, the new preacher at Calhoun, Chris Kemp, well, his wife was talking to me about it, so the kids just loved it and everything, and I was talking to one of their sons that were there. This was their first year they went, and that was the thing that brought it up. It was different. It wasn't just a lecture. It wasn't just something that you go and you run out, you know, and you do your own thing. It was it was like going to camp, and that's always been the thing that separates exposure from basically any other program that we have for teens, and that was one of our big Reasons we moved to Atlanta. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it's all about the experience, and it's all about, especially if you've never been there before, it, it'll, it'll blow you away. Um, but those teams are what what really makes it special, Paul. Oh, it does. It drives the whole program. We couldn't do it without it, and wouldn't. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, so we've bought the – Keynote speakers, we, we bought the singing, we bought the team um, facilities where they are. The facilities obviously are, are amazing. In keeping with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the the hotel staff. Um, Ooh, from, yeah. from Alana to Christine Eberhardt, all the way to the red coats and all the the, the food um, runners. I'm gonna call them runners because I saw them run. Um, I actually ate most of our people in the info booth missed meals, but the food people that were running back and forth, they made sure they got fed, and getting our staff fed that can't get to food, that meant a lot to me and to them, and as yeah. soon as I put a plate down, they were there to pick it up and move on with it, and that's awesome. And I realized that everybody had the, the, the greatest uh, eating experience, the food wasn't very teen-friendly, and I will probably sell that in a little bit, but, but right now, I just, I'm just excited because the staff was so nice, so cordial. And always there for us, and, and a contract is a contract. That is true, but they went above and beyond that contract, John, to make sure we had the best experience possible. You, you better believe it. And, and this is the thing, we really wanted to get Alana and Christina to come in there on that last day because we wanted everybody to to meet them. These are the two ladies that we've worked with over this last year to get exposure there. Work course, working through Christina to get exposure to Atlanta and then working with Alana, who was our event coordinator. She She was kind of like, the head that, that made everything else work and, you know, turned everybody, got everybody in the right place. And exposure, we wouldn't have had the experience we had if it wasn't for everybody at that hotel, from the valet all the way to to the person, like you said. And watching those people refill those plates and, and, the, mm-hmm. and those lines, those serving lines, I was like, wow, look at this. And it it was amazing, Paul. It was. It was. Uh, I wish they were here now for us to be able to say thank you to them on the show, but, uh, of course, they can download this later. And they know about it. They were kind of impressed that we actually had a podcast. So they'll be, yeah, listening, to a lot of, they'll be listening to a lot of dead air later on. But uh, right now, uh, <laughs> we just want to say thank you to them. And, and I, I will say this, uh, and, uh, and they won't be listening to this probably, but, um, but we did, we're given an opportunity to hand a gold key to someone. Um, one of the... Um, Workers that work there in the hotel, and we we did hand the gold key to Xavier, who was yes, um, we did one of the head uh, red coats, and he did an amazing job. So, look forward to seeing how that turns out. How he will continue to pass that key along to other people that work on the backside of the what's happening there. So, so obviously we got some good things here. Keynote speakers, you know, obviously the the, the uh, challenge spe- teachers did an excellent job. Team time was good. Um, the workers at the hotel was good. We, we have some things we bought. Now let's get to the, the let's go to the let's go to let's just go back and forth just a couple of times here. 
Um, what are you selling? What's something you can do with that, John? Oh, something I can do with that. All right, Paul. I guess we just got to come out and we've got to say this. I am selling the breakfast. I'm not selling all the meals. I'm sorry, guys. I know that some of the meals weren't what we would consider kid-friendly, but the rest of them are pretty good. I didn't have any problems with them, um, but we've yeah. got to sell the breakfast. And um, uh, uh, there's a lot of truth to that. And I think if people are paying close attention and next year, they'll see where the, it goes a lot further than just our little conversation here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a good shot you won't be having breakfast um, served to you at the hotel next year. So get, get ready for that and buy your stock in Pop-Tarts. Um, <laughs> we'll check the way. There just wasn't much to it. So if we could take a meal away and take about 10 bucks or so off the top, um, I hope that'll be worth it to you folks. But that, that's definitely something to sell with the, with the, the breakfast. Yes. <clears throat> no, um, what do you have to sell? I think um, I think I will sell. I, I, I guess I'm going to say the elevator experience. Mm. Um, and I, I say it like that because. I don't think everyone understands the true elevator experience. Yes, I agree with that. You know, you probably see where I'm going here. Um, The only time, and I have some guys in the chat room right now, um, uh, Brett Thomas is in there, the Spanish Fort, and and, um, Andrew Thompson's in there from Rose Hill in Columbus, and they're they're having this nice little banter back and forth about elevators. Let me just say, when you look in that area, that cluster of elevators in the in the Marquis Marriott, and you see where it says um, this elevator takes you one to ten, and then a separate elevator will take you from eleven to eighteen. I, I need to make sure that that y'all know in the chat room and everybody that downloads this and listens to it later understands every elevator takes you to ten. What I was seeing was people were only going to that 1 to 10 elevator to get up to 10 to go back and forth. Uh-huh. Every elevator was not used as, as it should have been. And I think some people missed the boat on that. And we probably missed the boat on not explaining that to people because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that's really the only time there was a true bottleneck of, um, of using the elevator was when those teams on 11 and 9 were trying to get to team time. Am I yeah, wrong? I think so. But see, all you got to do is t- take any elevator and just go to 10 and then take your steps up or steps down. It's one flight. That, that is true. Though. That is absolutely true, Paul. So it's not that big a deal. Uh, and trust me, when, when folks, when we have had last leaders there or when we've had last leaders across the street at the Hyatt, trust me, this elevator experience is nothing compared to what we could have experienced at another place we were looking at taking everybody across the street just because they have six elevators, and they go to all 40 floors and having to stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. So, um, you know, we had some things. Of course, it's an exciting hotel. Everybody wants to go up to the 47th floor, and they want to be like Jennifer Lawrence, and they want to look at what it looks like for a down, the, the, the beautiful Marriott Marquis. But, you know, I think once, once we kind of got over that and we talked to them a little bit, I think it really cleared everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I think once they figured out it, it did work out well. Um, but, um, again, 
it is what it is, and um, just recognize the fact that all those others do work. And um, and again, pain time is what it's all about. So let's do the best we can to get in there and make it happen. Um, you know, we could have done away with um, some of the trying to. I've got to go to the 47th floor, or I'll bust kind of thing. But um, you know, once you go to the 47, you know, you did it. So you got on. it, yeah. John, what are you selling these days when it comes to exposure? Well, I got a big one. You got a big one? Maybe I, I got a big one. That because I really don't know what else I would really sell. I mean, there's little things, but I'm not sure there's anything else I would really sell. But I am curious to see what your big one is. You're with me on this. I am selling the way we came in the first day. I'm yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Go and get out of here. I can't think of anything else except for the way we came in. The way we left... Uh, masterful workings from our board. Oh, absolutely. And our we are buying the way we left. Because we are buying we people, that. We, we had people come out of the hotel who worked there for years that came out and said, we have never had a group this big, this organized to disembark. So this is this. And cause I would apologize because I'm sorry there's no lobby if they were working on that. Just, no, because this is unbelievable. We had 1,700 people out of the hotel in two hours. Yeah. In fact, one of the, um, to go along with one of the stories that John just mentioned is we had a worker that said, I've been here for 25 years and I've never seen it work that smoothly. Ever. Absolutely. So. But, um, but you're right, Paul, the, the going in, and, and I think a lot of it, it surprised us. It even surprised us a little bit and, and that's one of those things we'll work, uh, we promised that we we're going to work on for next year to try to work on. Um, you know, we didn't like that, you know, you're two or three blocks from the hotel and, it's taking you 45 minutes to get there. We didn't like that. But that's one of the things we're going to work with. We're going to work with the hotel. We're probably going to work with the Atlanta Police Department a little bit to try to help make that a little more, um, speed up the process a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if we have to ask you to get there at a certain time, I'll give you an hour um, uh, area to get there within that hour, I mean, we might have to do that just to make it easier on the getting in. But um, that's really it, just getting there. And uh, fixing the breakfast situation, I think we got us a pretty good program. What do you think, John? I, I, I do. I, I really do. And, you know, Paul, this is one of the reasons we wanted to come to the Marriott, Marquis, because, you know, of its reputation, of course, from lads and leaders and, and spending our time there, we wanted to um, bring that experience to our exposure youth camp, and, and I think we have it. And, you know, there's always years that we have to tweak things and some logistics we have to do with some things, and and – you know, when we go to our meeting here in a couple of weeks in January, there's not necessarily going to be a lot of things to talk about. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, it's far usually, as a big overhaul. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think a lot has, has to change. I really don't. Um, I mean, we kind of wish, I mean, you know, we didn't really emphasize and talk a whole lot about the TCU um, factor, um, but that was a factor. And um, it's funny because, uh, Coach Patterson, from his event coordinator to ours, came to me and said, do you mind moving your picture to, like, 9 o'clock instead of 1130 uh, because we'll be up trying to sleep and everything. And I sent him a message. I said, you tell Coach Patterson, if he joins us at the 9 o'clock hour and, and lets us pray with him, then we'll move it. Uh, well, he was in, you know, ESPN had their reception going on. He had no choice or he would have been there. And, and I told him, I said, well, because he would have been there, if he could have been, 
they will move it, but only because of that reason. And so, but it's yeah. pretty funny. I, I would love to have shook his hand though, because I just I would love to say thank you and man, a job well done, and we're so glad. I, I'm I'm an SEC guy, but I'm glad he won. Well, Bob, Bob won. That, I, I do have uh, one more buy or sell, and then I'm going to ask you: Are you buying or selling? They are renaming the Peach Bowl to the Exposure Youth Camp Bowl. Buying that baby. I'm buying that every time. Are you kidding? Man, I'm loving that. And I put it on Facebook. I follow Twitter. I'm all over it. Let's do it. The Exposure Youth Camp Bowl. Because, and Andrew mentioned it, whoever stays in the hotel we're in, they win. And they win they big. Win. <laughs> they win. They win big. Yes, it was. And the thing is, we had we did have some representatives from Chick Fil A even come in and talk to us and come in and look at some of the stuff that we were doing. And right. you know, they were they were very impressed. And and uh, not saying it would be a partnership in the future, but you know, it, it's always good to have your connections, right, Paul? Oh yeah, we have a local Chick Fil A here in town. I know the, the owner of it, and um, he he wants to help in um, sponsoring some of the stuff we do for AIM. So I think there's a way for us to make some good connections with Chick-fil-A. And it's a great program. It's a great it's a great um, company to be associated with. I mean, it's, you know, it's whatever it is. But it, it, they do some good things. And so, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's neat to see them respond to our program, too. Yeah. Because here's the deal. If you And we have so many stories, and we're going to share stories. But um, one story I want to mention is there were two workers having this conversation with our event coordinator. Oh, no with the manager, uh, the manager of the hotel. And he, he was told that we're going to bring 1,700 um, 1, teenagers in. And they are like, oh, no, you know, what are we going to do? Well, because he was worried about it. They said this is the, the most well-behaved group of teenagers I've ever had in the hotel, ever. And um, that's awesome. That, that also is something for our group. And I was so excited to hear that. And they said, I'll come back any time. We got an email from our event planner and coordinator this morning saying, uh, Kudos, loved your group. Glad you're part of our uh, Marriott family. Um, John, I, as long as Price holds us, I sense me in Atlanta for quite some time. I do too. And, and here's what we need your help with. Everybody who downloads this later and who is listening to this, here's what we need to do now. We want you to take this buzz and we want to spread it out. We want more people to experience what, what you just experienced this year. We want you to get that buzz out. We're going to be, we're, as we said, we're going to be talking in January, and we're going to be meeting. We're going to be talking about different things and, and tweaking it. And, and as Paul said, we may even get a knock some off the pipe a little bit if we get rid of the breakfast and things like that. We're, we're trying to discuss and see what we can do and what's the best thing for the program. Spread the word. Spread the word about what happened this year. Say again, I missed that last line. Oh, I just said spread the word about what happened this year. Oh, spread yeah, it out absolutely. To, to all your friends, to to congregations that may have considered it but didn't know. Go ahead and let's get it. This is January 2nd. Wow, it is the 2nd. 2015, we are a little less than – we are less than 360 days away from the next exposure. So it's coming quickly. <laughs> It'll be here before you know it. It'll be here before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Oh, my goodness. So funny. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Of all the buying and selling, uh, there's there's not a lot of selling. and There's a whole lot of buying. That makes me happy. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it, it takes a lot out of us. Um, but 
we're happy to do it. We love the program. We love what it does for our young people, and hopefully it blesses yours as well. Uh, John, any, any final words before we, we get out here today? No, I just want to thank everybody for coming and for being a part of it. Thank you to our vendors for coming, and, and thank you for people going and supporting those uh, vendors that we had out there. You know, honestly, we couldn't do exposure um, without their help and their donations and, and people who've come and helped, um, help knock off some of the costs with everything. We're just, you know, we're, we're very grateful. You have no idea. And you come to a lot of our fears and a lot of our concerns, and and uh, we're just excited. We love our exposure family because that's what it is, it's a family. And, um, in fact, I was talking with Caitlin the other day, and she said, I wish exposure could be longer. And, you know, she said, mm-hmm. she said it's cool. We do go to SEC. We do go to Inspire. We go to camp. We kind of see uh, some of the same people again, but she said, still, there's nothing like exposure. And yeah, it really is a family. So um, we love our exposure family, and we look forward to seeing everybody again in Atlanta on December 27, 2015. going to be great. Um, we really appreciate everybody who are taking part in our, uh, the program this year and the leading up to the program. Uh, please continue to listen to this podcast as throughout the year we'll give you updates on what's coming up. Had a few questions in the chat room asking who the keynote speakers are for next year. John and I have already been tossing a few names around, but we will know for sure, hopefully the 1st of February, and uh, start getting ready for that. Just a few little things, little housekeeping things. I want to say a big thank you to all of our youth ministers who helped us follow the rules of exposure this year. Yeah. Um, I, want to, I want to buy that, especially those of you that decided to follow the rule of the curfew, which is at 1230 each night. I appreciate you for making sure your kids are in your rooms at 1230 and not out and about walking to the hotel or Atlanta when it's unsafe. So I'm so glad that you followed the rules and um, did exactly what we asked you to do, Brett Thomas. Um, but anyway, um, for everybody else, um, thank you for uh, joining our podcast today. <laughs> um, I, I want the trivia. I want the trivia because I was there. You missed the podcast. Uh, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> uh, I will say this too, and John just mentioned it, but you know, we have a lot of kids in our youth here that says, can we have it just one more day? I love the one more day philosophy. I love the fact that we we sort of leave them wanting more, but here's the thing. Um, you have it within your own groups. Exposure to youth right. camp is in your heart. You carry it who, who you are. And um, and I have kids, and I've asked this question, why is it we get such a great response to exposure, but we don't seem to get that response throughout the year? And, they, and they'll say, they'll say, because other kids are struggling, and they know what I'm dealing with, and I'm more have to share my problems with them than with others. That's and right. um, there's a lesson to be taught with this. Uh, you know, I don't want to go all on a sermon here, but lesson number one, you know, communicate with, with adults and parents. Make sure they know who you are and they know what you're dealing with so that you are comfortable talking with them and sharing with them the needs in your life in a spiritual way. The other side of it is embrace the opportunity to be with young people. Embrace your youth group. Embrace the unity y'all can have with all the drama-ridden filth that happens throughout the year the world has to offer. Overcome it. Love each other uh, because the Lord loves you, and that's what we're all here for. We're here to be with him when this life is over, and let's strive for that. For John Hemman, 
Yeah, yeah. And since John and I are together in this, just hopefully you'll take this and use this and, and follow it for the rest of your life. And uh, we, as far as I know, we will look forward to seeing you at our regular scheduled time next Friday at 11 um, Central Standard Time, 12 noon. If you are in Atlanta at lunchtime, you can listen to us. Dial us up at adventuresandministry.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at John and Paul Show. And for John Poton, I'm Paul Sperlin. We're glad you're with us. We hope you have a great day, a blessed year, and we love you. We care for you. Follow us. We'll see you. I love the app. Have a great year, and God bless.